0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the telling of a tale as old as time. There are many defining moments in history, and we've created one here with you today. The Sacral Series will be released in nine multi-episode volumes. You'll be taken on a journey through parts of humanity no one wants to travel, yet everyone who does comes out stronger and evidently more whole. They say pain is our greatest teacher. I say acceptance of that pain is a higher power teacher. We are not always in control of what happens. We are, however, always in control of what we do and how we think about and respond to what happens. You are unique, you are strong, and you are becoming aware of your journey as a whole. The Sacral Series starts now.
1: And my body remembered it and my it changed the chemical reactions in my body, how my brain was wired. So it was a whole like deconstructing, renegotiating, reenacting. I had to really look uh, deeply inside all of my beliefs and all the programming that were caused by the trauma and really reinvent myself. And as I started doing that, I was starting getting these downloads on how to help other people. And that's really how I got into, into the work, into the work, just out of feeling the before and after effect of doing the work and one of my taglines is, "If I can do it, so can you."
2: I, 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 I'm, I'm blown away. I love, I love that statement. I love that sentiment. I love uh, everything about that. Um, and again, you know, you don't want to wish pain on anybody, but uh, it's, it's a good thing that you lived through that. And the weird thing is, you know, we don't have the ability to know what's going on at this very moment in time as we're living it. We don't know, but looking back on your four year ordeal it was traumatic to you it was something that you justified at the time it was a scenario it was it was it was your life it was it was everything so looking back on it now now especially after you've been in the work that you've been in for so long you can look back on it and say look at all the people that not that i helped but look at all the people that were helped by me changing my frequency and look at all the people that I didn't seek or they didn't seek me, but our frequencies met and they got the answers they were looking for because of your trauma. You have changed the world and without your trauma, where would you be? So I'm not sitting here pointing the finger and saying courage and yay trauma. um, But I am kind of, because I know if I use my life, As an example in that, I know that I was not the greatest person my whole life. I have stories. I was sarcastic. I was rude. I was arrogant. I was pushy. I was a bully. um, All these things. And then when you address that, you're like, all of those things stemmed from my own insecurity and my own weakness. But without that trauma, I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in today to help the people not to help the people, but to help raise the frequency. And whatever individual is caught up in that raising of the frequency is phenomenal. So again, now I'm going to quote MTV here in the infamous words of Beavis and Butthead. You got to have stuff that sucks to have stuff that's cool. And that's a quote that I heard when I was like 50. I heard that quote live back when you had to sit down at a certain time to watch a show. I would have then been 15.
3: change the channel instead. Of exactly. The button I did.
2: Exactly. Actually, I remember, I don't know if you guys remember, I had the box that had four the channels. cable. It had, it had yeah, 21, yeah. 21 buttons on the box. And you had, you, you would pick any You O's. had
3: 21?
2: Oh yeah, there was other boxes that had like 48. We had 21 buttons on the box though.
3: Wow, we had five buttons on and off. <laughs> there was one button. And we had channel one, two, three, four.
2: And it, it was hard anchored to the TV. It was great. And it was a good weapon too when you had a sibling. But, but these are the, these are the things, you know, so every single, every single piece of our pie is creating a bigger, is creating a bigger story. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, well, that's kind of how I met Sandra though, because like I said, I, I mean, I found the meditation. Which was my next question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found a, um because I was there, I was like, you know what, I'm done. I want to release this. I've done I've done the journaling I've done the you know I've got the crystals I haven't got any idea what I'm doing with these bloody crystals they just look pretty <laughs> like I've got a rose quartz crystal and I've put it on my womb space and you know I, I've done the timeline thing where someone takes me deep and then I go off here and I'm up through the galaxies and I'm on my hessian mat like I'm on a helter skelter and I'm going through all the the cosmos and I've done all of that and I was like, oh, there's just, I've got to shift whatever it is. And I want to do a womb healing because that's where it's all carrying. That's where it all is. That's where, you know, um, I'd read about the chakras and stuff. And I was like, okay, I've done my yoga and I just need to more. And that's when I just typed in womb healing, womb healing meditation. And up comes Sandra with, you know, I don't know how many videos she's got on there on lots of different elements of what she's doing. And I was just like, okay, whichever one I see first, that's one I've got to do. And it was this three hour one. I went, you know what? Fuck it. That's one I'm going to do. And, um, literally, like I said, I gave, I mean, it was three hours and there was how, I mean, goodness knows what my neighbors thought I was up to. Um, I didn't care. Um, like my ankles were up against my backside, you know, and I was pushing something out and I was howling. And the next day, as I said, I was spent. And then the, the day after that, I went to the beach with my crystals and I washed them in the ocean, you know, like I just wash them in the ocean, that'd be good. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that then. Um, and then I, I just lay there on the beach and I was like, oh, someone says I've got to put these on me, you know, I'm just going to put them wherever I think they need to go. And then all of a sudden, after I've been lying there in the sun, on the beach, here in the ocean, which, you know, I really, really need again. I just need to be by the ocean, in the ocean. I really am beginning to dislike being in Argentina quite a bit. (laughs) No offense to Argentina. But all of a sudden, after lying there for about 10 or 15 minutes or however long it was, because you know when you're in a, that kind of state, it can be for hours, I just so, sat bolt upright. And it was like the sacral series, it's nine books, nine is the number of healing. It's the sacral series because that is where we hold our fear. That is where we get to create from. That is where depression sits. And it's only when we've cleared that, do we then get to create from this new blank space? And I was just like, okay, well, if that's what I need to do, that's what I need to do then. And then I'm just sat there on the beach, just looking out at the ocean and just idea and story and stories I had long forgotten about and research and this whole, it was almost like, you know, when you're watching those new crime dramas and they've got these big, glass windows and they're sliding things over and up and all the things look so cool I'd get confused though (laughs) but and it was just like all of these images were just flashing before my eyes just dropping into my space I was like oh my gosh and then you've got um you've got that person and you've got that person because even though these stories happened and were shared with me years ago they were so traumatic. It's almost as if they were said to me yesterday.
2: You held that trauma and made it real.
3: I which... did help, hold that. And that, again, is like, and that, and I do believe that because I've been, I've had that shared with me, that's been in my energetic field and I need it out because otherwise it's going to keep attracting other stuff. And I don't want to keep attracting all the I,
2: other stuff. I would like to interject on that. Um, you took these stories in and, and now you're putting them to pen to paper on them um, you've had the ability now to generate your own essence into what's happening you're also doing something totally different um, I have been I am now involved in this project for example um, you are I am you see, what, you see what you've done you, you brought me in you, you dragged me in here here we are <laughs> Uh, you got Sandra. You want to
3: see some of the other people I've brought on as well. <laughs>
2: Agreed. You have, as I was saying, you have Sandra involved. Um, you have pulled together light workers, and it's an interesting move to have done what you did. Uh, and I don't, I'm sure it was intentional, but it was also where you were. So what you, what you, you know, this project in and of itself will hold the energy of everybody involved from the person who's recording right now uh, myself uh, to the individual that is helping you put together perhaps a graphic or the the next individual that you speak on or anything else to anyone that's involved in this. You are embracing that energy. This project embraces that energy. And when a project becomes bigger than its creator, there are, phenomenal things that take place. And why I'm bringing this up is again, it's almost like you specifically sought after alternative healers uh, to involve in this project. And I wanted to know what your if you did that intentionally and what your intentions were if that were the case.
3: Um I did seek out alternative uh healers and um I've been called uh, someone who's got a backbone of steel, a heart of mush, and a soul of a hippie. Like, you know, and I quite I quite like that description. <laughs> but I don't like the manipulation of big pharma. Absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just toxins that create more toxins in our body, more dependency on a system And it's not a nice energy. It's very gnarly. Um, And if we are numbing our body and we're not listening to it, how can we heal it? If we are taking painkillers, so for example, I used to get really bad migraines and then I gave up eating wheat and they disappeared overnight. (laughs) Um, But, if we are taking things from external, we're not listening to like. For example, I know I've got. I mean, you've, I know the listeners can't see this, but I've been stretching. I really need to see a chiropractor. Where's our Lundeen when you need him? Um, you know, he's a guy. <laughs> um, but if I was just taking a painkiller, I wouldn't know which of my thoracics was out. But I know it's a thoracic that's out because I've got to know my body. I've got to listen to my body. If we have injured ourselves in the gym and then we numb that with painkillers, we're not knowing when it's healed or we're just gonna keep pushing our body to a point where we're probably gonna break it a bit more. But I don't like, I'm not someone who will take, I would rather just go and sit in the dark, drink lots and lots of water, Um, and rest and just switch off all technology um, and step away so that I can listen, okay, what does my body need? I don't eat a lot of things um, other than vegetables um, and salads um, because my body doesn't respond well to meat anymore. Um, I don't drink, I don't smoke. Um, (laughs) Because my body tells me it doesn't feel good when I have these things. So when we are looking for the alternatives, we're learning about a different part of our psyche. We're learning about a different part of our energy. We're learning about how our uh, muscles and our blood and our um, airwaves, like the breath work. When we start doing breath work and we start moving our body, you know, we and we expel that Breath that's stuck right down
1: deep, and we go, <sighs> It's like we're breathing fire. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, and also the breath work kind of bypasses logical mind.
3: Absolutely, it, it's amazing. And I was like, What's all this breath work? Of course, I know how to breathe. I've been breathing every day of my life, like, I don't need to know how to learn how to breathe. What are these people talking about? But when you start doing it, you're like, holy moly why is this not taught in schools why is meditation not taught in schools but also you know the dancing I mean everyone knows I love a bit of salsa and merengue and my favorite is the Paso Doble you should see me now um, if you could see
2: her now ladies and gentlemen <laughs> if you could see her now
3: yeah. Yeah. I, I can out join Carlton now. <laughs> Tell you. i love it. They're not going to know what's hitting when I get to Brazil.
2: <laughs> that was a fresh Prince reference. Ladies and gentlemen, fresh Prince mm-hmm. of Bel-Air. Oh
3: I, yeah. I, I know that song completely. My boys were so impressed with me. Like, let me, you know, all the words. I'm like, of course, <laughs> who doesn't? Like, it's well, like, <laughs> <laughs> but moving that energy through your body and learning especially after having been through that kind of trauma and that's your wounded feminine Mm -hmm. but when you start to move your body and I mean like you should well (laughs) you should see me in the shower but maybe that's probably
1: not you know they say the issue is in the tissue and you have to feel it the issue is
3: in the tissue because your trauma
1: is almost like frozen energy in in the body It could be Mm -hmm. an energy field but it could be in the physical body so what you're saying about the dancing is So, so important. And I see a lot of people with severe trauma and most of them have when they come to retreat and we do movement and dance, they don't want to dance because there's too much frozen energy. But by the end of a couple of days, you know, they, they kind of loosen up and it's really necessary to do something that is involving movement of the body. the a lot of somatic, somatic, um, Tools out there as well, so I, I am happy that in psychology that there are some psychologists that work with somatic experiences to mm. help people release it from the body.
2: It's it's massive that um, I can I can attest to that a hundred percent. And and my story goes, you know, you I good at
3: the south, so then Adam,
2: I uh, I'm I'm gonna take classes. How about that? Uh, dancing, I've never done it because, just like Sandra says, this was uh, traumatic. Uh, you know, and again, as a male growing up in the nineties, you don't dance. You know, you're too cool to dance. And even dancing, the thing that's supposed to be helpful, was trauma. Um, what I found fascinating about what you were saying is, I went through my dark night of the soul completely alone. I didn't know. Well, I think most of us go through it alone because mo- it's terrifying. It really is when you when you come to the realization that you have lived your entire life under under a, uh, an illusion, and and it's 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 all it's all it's not any of it, and, and <laughs> I'm am It's not often I'm at a loss for words, but it's such an absurd statement. That every single thing that you think you know is a lie, that it comes it comes out, you know, the movement, the trauma, every single thing that you have to do. When you talk about Big Pharma, you're not going to Big Pharma to get better. Big Pharma made you sick.
3: Absolutely, it did.
2: The food that you eat, the processed food that you eat, they're all part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to anyone listening to this, Bayer... Aspirin.
3: They're going to think it's an episode of yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: Bayer bought Monsanto, right? So the people mm. that got you sick, the people that invented, uh, what's that? Gluten. Everyone's gluten sensitive so, now. So the, the entire Monsanto world's
3: gluten,
2: Yeah. The entire world's gluten sensitive now. And when that first happened, it's like, well, people don't just you, know, you don't just all of a sudden become gluten-sensitive, right? And so the conspiracy theorists were shut down on that thought. But what visibly happened was the entire world overnight couldn't handle gluten. And a backstory was made up of this and of that and a blah, blah, blah. Gluten sensitivity, gluten, gluten, gluten. Before 2005, that word didn't exist. So when we talk about certain things like, you know, we are we're duped. You said... Why didn't they teach you how to dance in school? Why didn't they teach this in school? Because school, we have to dig further. Like what is school? School is school. Part of the system. Part of the system that screwed you in the beginning. So when you go Mm. through all this stuff and when you, when you learn to unlearn everything that you've been taught, you then have the ability to step up. And that, again, just like you had mentioned Don, you know, the lack of cigarettes, alcohol, drugs, recreational, whatever, and then hitting the gym and working out. Like, I mean, almost every time that you message me and and we're on this project, I'm, I'm talking to you from the gym. Um, and there's nothing better than, than like Sandra said, shaking off your muscles. You can do all the work in the world. And Alan Watts said it best when he said a man who thinks about everything can only think about the things he's thinking about. A man who does has things to reference. So when you're out there and you want change, if any of you are listening to this right now and you're saying to yourself, what's the one thing I can do to change how I feel about what I feel? It's going to sound absurd, but the very simplest and easiest thing you can do is move. Like literally get up, wiggle and giggle, get up and shake around like a, like a, like a jackass, right? You'll feel (laughs) better about where you are. It may only be momentarily, but that quick little momentary glimpse can show you that the whole world can change if you consistently do this, if you consistently make this choice to do something that you haven't done, to physically move. um, You're in complete control of your environment once you figure out that you're in complete control of your environment. And it's, it's an amazing time to shake off the depression. You've been taught to be depressed. You've been taught to be anxious. There's no difference between excitement and anxiety, except the unknown, he does with air quotes. That's it, that's the difference. And when you can face these things, there's, it, it's unreal. It's, it's unreal What who you become, and not for them, but who you become for you. I don't know I don't know Don you know the 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 book and the title in this series as it's as it's going to be delivered and as we sit here right now this will be later on down the line people who have already heard this episode spoken on and talked about and um, we're coming to a point where I mean I say this now and as you and I talk, we're talking live. This, right, obviously is live. There's no other way you can have this communication. Um, but maybe this is episode eight of the ten that we do for this spot. And then as the further books come out, on book nine, it'll be four or five years from now, three years no, from now. No, everything
3: I've now, I've did it, designed it so that every book comes out in three, every three months, the next book will come out. So So in three years, this is done.
2: Okay, so three years from today, we're still doing podcasts for that Mm -hmm. particular episode. So anyone that's on this spot right now know that you have our effort into three years from now. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that most people can line up. That's not something that most people can say, I can see where I'm going to be in three years. And even right now, as I say it, I can say right now, three years from now, there's going to be like, this is going to be a continuation. It's going to be a series. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing where this is going to have brought in the energy of the masses, the energy of those who are preparing to step their game up and to see more and to be more, and to be a part of something that's bigger.
0: We really hope you enjoyed this chapter of the Sacral Series. Stay connected with us directly through dawnbates.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com slash Bates If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through dawnbates.com slash contact dawn. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Remember to like and subscribe to stay fully up to date. Until next time, embrace the awareness of your surroundings.